This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. If I were to ask you what you're known for or what you'd like to be known for, could you give me a one or two word answer? If you can, go ahead and leave it down in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. And if not, keep on watching or listening because today we're going to be talking about how to build a personal brand, which aims to do exactly that. In short, a personal brand should let people know what you're all about in just a couple of words, maybe. Think of it as your kind of personal keyword or your personal search term, if you will. So the first thing that you need to do if you want to build a personal brand is develop a USP or unique selling proposition. Basically what a USP does is explain exactly what you do, who you help or who you do it for, and what methods or you know exact ways that you actually accomplish that job. So I'll give you an example. Maybe if I was a wedding photographer, I could say I help non-traditional couples capture their special day by high quality photography and videography or something like that. Who is that key audience, that target customer? Explain who that is. And then you explain what you help them do, what you help them achieve or accomplish. Maybe you help them make more money, get more sales, get more leads, capture their memories, dress themselves better. I don't know. And then your method or your, the way that you're actually delivering this. Do you produce online courses that help people DIY their photos? Or do you actually go on site and are a dedicated on-site day of photographer. And as I mentioned, you know, a big part of that unique selling proposition is that audience. So you really do want to hone in on who am I trying to talk to? What do I want to say to them? Before moving on to really any other step, you have to have a key audience in mind. It doesn't have to be completely, you know, niched down to the point of exact, you know, demographics, you know, exact ages, gender, all of that. But having an idea, being able to like picture that person in your head is going to make the rest of this process so much easier. Give them a name if you want to. For me, I just kind of picture some of my favorite customers when I'm developing my content and thinking about my offers and things like that. I just think of people who've taken my courses, who I've worked with in the past or who I'm currently working with, who I love and would love to work with forever. And I picture them when I put this stuff together. So have a real person or an imaginary person that you can do the same with. Now, something else I want you to consider is your end goal. I know when you're just in the beginning stages of building a personal brand, it might seem a little bit premature. You're like, I don't really know what my end goal is quite yet, but think long game. You know, where do you want to be in five years, 10 years? Where would you like to be when you retire? What type of business do you want to have at that point or not have? You know, do you want to just sell your business eventually and be done with it and retire? Do you want to build something that is multi-generational that you can pass down to your family or your spouse or your nephews or whoever when it's your time to go? I think it's also important to note that like social media is it's here to stay. I think we can go ahead and say that, but 
Is this exact format forever here to stay? I don't know. I don't know if people are going to be listening to podcasts in 10 years or YouTube in 10 years. So I like to think of the ways that I would like to build my business offline as well that may have a little bit more staying power, that may have a little bit more credibility, if you will, behind them. For example, people have like always bought books. Books have been a thing since, you know, forever, more or less. So I feel like that is a pretty tried and true method of knowledge sharing. So that's something that I'm working on hopefully in the next year or two. Uh, Something else that has been going on for a long time is speaking. So that could be a way that you pivot your business or take your business offline. So think about that. Do you want to build an agency? Do you want to do speaking? Do you want to write a book? Do you want to be in traditional media like TV, figure out what that end goal is because it's going to help you decide on the platforms that you choose to showcase your personal brand. For example, if you want to be a speaker, you want to be a keynote speaker for events, you should probably start a podcast. It's a pretty natural fit, either a podcast or a YouTube channel, somewhere where you can speak long form, you can teach you know, you can demonstrate your expertise. Meanwhile, if you want to start an agency, you might be more inclined to get on the hottest social media networks to make sure that you are really covering all your bases so that you can build out that full service agency. So let's dive a bit deeper into that. The next thing you want to do is choose your platforms, choose the social platforms that you would like to be on. I mean, I should say before this, you should have a website. If building a personal brand is really important to you, whether you're an author, whether you are a business owner, whether you are a content creator, I think having a website, having a home base, as I call it, is super important. Just a place, you know, to explain what you do, to showcase your portfolio, to let people get in touch with you. It doesn't need to be anything too, too fancy, but yes, build a website and then decide on these social platforms that you're going to use to drive traffic to your website or, you know, to spread the word about your brand. My recommendation is to choose one long form platform and one short form platform to start with and to really focus on. I still believe that the best path to personal branding success is developing high quality, authoritative content. Authoritative content is typically long form, although I'm not saying that a TikToker could not also create authoritative content, but typically it's long form, maybe a blog post, maybe a YouTube video, maybe a podcast that really solidifies your place in that industry. It helps you become a thought leader by teaching your audience about your industry, by speaking about your expertise in a, you know, humble, non-braggy way, of course, that really just like shows what you know, that when people listen to your podcast or read that blog, they're like, that person is the go-to source for content about, um, I don't know, wedding photography or social media marketing or websites or whatever that thing might be. So like I said, YouTube, blogs, podcasts are a great way to do that, but you can definitely create this type of content on short form platforms as well. The thing with long form is that the SEO value is a little bit higher. It comes up a little bit easier in search and it also helps with trust and thought leadership. You know, for somebody who is going to take the time to put together a 1200 word blog post on wedding photography, like I'm going to look at those people as experts. I'm going to look at those people as like they 
care what they're doing. They want me to feel empowered and knowledgeable. And then you're going to use that short form platform to help distribute the content. So if I create a YouTube video about one of those topics, then I might cut that YouTube video up for Instagram reels or for TikTok, or I might just record something separate for those platforms to help engage a new audience, drive them back to that YouTube, gather feedback from them, get ideas for my future YouTube videos, etc. So I really recommend focusing on two to start with. It is so hard to get good at every single platform at once. Truth be told, it's hard to get good at two at once, but I do think in today's world and just how quickly it moves and how many platforms are out there, it's kind of hard to just stay focused on one, just keeping it real. But yeah, it's really hard to to do everything amazingly when you have a million things going on and are running a business. So focus on two to start with. You can always repurpose. You can always grow. You can always hire a team or social media manager to help you out with some of the other things. But to start with, stay focused. Now, once you choose your platforms, you're going to want to develop a brand identity. A lot of people jump to this one first. They're like, I'm going to get a logo. I'm going to get my fonts. I'm going to get, you know, my website all spick and span and all of that. They do that first before they've kind of done some of this other work. And sometimes you need to go back and revise it after you realize like, oh, I'm actually trying to speak to an audience of women in their thirties. I thought I was trying to speak to men in their 20s, you know, you might decide on different brand colors, different um, brand elements, and things like that after doing a little bit of that work, developing your unique selling proposition, and all of the other things that we just talked about. But yeah, I'll also say like a logo is not the most important part of a personal brand, but you should have some consistency to your brand. You know, pull out some magazines and put together a mood board. Like how do you want people to feel when they go to your Instagram feed or when they watch your YouTube videos or when they listen to your podcast or they watch your TikToks? How do you want people to feel? Do you want them to feel calm? Do you want them to feel excited? Those are two, you know, I just pictured in my head, right? Two different color palettes and styles of content. When I said those things, the calm might be blues and greens, you know, natural earthy tones, whereas excited might be yellow and pink and like bright and vibrant and loud and engaging, you know, and in your face. So figure out what you want people to walk away with. And again, that's a lot of that's going to come down to audience. If you want to appear very academic, very knowledgeable, that is going to look a different way that if you want to look very youthful and bright and, you know, hip and stylish, right? So figure that stuff out and create a brand kit. It doesn't have to be anything too fancy, but just write down in a document somewhere which fonts you're going to use, which colors you're going to use, you know, some inspiration. Like I said, maybe that mood board so you know what you're going for. And that way, if you ever do delegate anything, you know, maybe you hire a website designer, maybe you hire a graphic designer for some Instagram content, thumbnail designer for YouTube, you can just hand them that brand kit and they have kind of everything that they need to know about your brand. You don't need to reiterate everything to them a million times. And here is the hard one, the one that nobody likes to hear, but if you are looking to build a personal brand, I'm going to ask you to commit to consistency, commit to consistency. This is the way things get built. I had to commit to waiting for this house to get built brick by brick for months, close to a year. It doesn't happen overnight. 
And the same thing is true for a personal brand. My personal brand certainly did not get built overnight. It has been years. I've been on YouTube for almost 10 years. I haven't been doing this exact style of content uh, so it didn't didn't take that long to build up my personal brand from that aspect. But even still, even those early years where I was just kind of fooling around, having fun, they brought me here. They helped me understand the workflow of YouTube, how to get clicks on your YouTube videos, things like that. So it all, it does all kind of still factor in. If you could just start a YouTube channel, start a blog, start an Instagram and be the number one, you know, personal brand on any of those platforms overnight, we all would be doing it. You know, if there was a secret for it, we would all pay whatever we had to pay to get it and we would do it. But it is really true behind every, most every, I mean, of course there are your rare overnight successes, but behind most successful personal brands, there have been years and years of behind the scenes work that brought them to the place that they are now. So just keep that in mind that if you're looking to build something, play the long game. Don't make those bets on overnight success. Instead say, Hey, I'm going to try this YouTube thing for a year. I'm going to post two or maybe one, whatever you can swing YouTube videos every single week for a year. And if after a year, I'm not seeing movement in my business. Well, then maybe I'll quit or I'll try something new or I'll pivot to a different, different platform. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not going to try to improve month over month, week over week. Absolutely not. You should be looking at your analytics on any of your social platforms on your websites and seeing where you can optimize as you go. But I see so many people quit who are creating amazing things and they just need a little bit more time. They just need a few more videos to just kind of catch on or blog posts or, you know, Instagrams or TikToks or whatever it is. So don't bet on quick wins, play the long game and commit to consistency. That's how you build a personal brand really. And truly that's my, my best secret. So again, let me know in the comments, if you're on YouTube, what you want your personal brand to evoke. Do you have any brand colors you want to share with me? What, what do you want people to walk away feeling when they listen or watch your content? Let me know. And if you're on the podcasting platforms like Apple or Spotify, I'd greatly appreciate a rating and review. That's all I got for today. I'll catch you in the next one. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.